Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about when is the right time to move beyond do it yourself. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, and we have Allison Rife Martin, CPA, back on again. What's going on, Allison? We pick up this episode already in progress as Allison is discussing the importance of why do-it-yourselfers should move toward professional accounting. I would imagine that they that the investors would think, "Why are you wasting your time doing your own bookkeeping?" You should have somebody in place to help you do that because, again, it gives the investor confidence that it is a rock-solid operation because somebody else besides you, the business owner, is taking care of the books and helping guide you to understand where your finances are. Again, when you get into that particular stage, too, there are additional – the investors will have a different expectation of reporting requirements as well. So they'll need a regular set of financials to understand or may need a regular set of financials to understand the state of the business to see if it, you know, if their assumption is correct that you are the best thing since sliced bread and you're going to bring us oodles of money. Okay, so we'll, so, we'll, so we'll stay, we'll say stage one, start up with no money. Yes, exactly. Okay. And that's the moment where you're trying to think, can I keep the lights on and can I really implement my vision? Where can I cut costs? Or where can I, where, where, where's a better use of my time? And, in, and as a startup, the best use of our time is doing everything. <laughs> we wear all the hats. All the hats. You know, all the hats. And so, and, you know, honestly, I think at that point to, at that stage, the accounting is an afterthought again, mm-hmm. because our sole goal is to just, you know, get the business up and running. So we do it ourselves. So what's the next but, stage? The next stage would be when you start to move into where, even if you're not necessarily making a profit, but you're starting to bring in some semblance of revenue, be it recurring revenue based on whatever your uh, product or service you're offering is, um, you're starting to you know just see something that resembles revenue, and you you're starting to maybe have an employee come on board, or you're you know having to start in you know going out and. Uh, hustle for business and all, that's when you'd want a bookkeeper who can do the basic, reconcile the, the accounts for you each and every month or a quarter, whatever cadence you all agree to. Um, they aren't going to, the bookkeeper, the bookkeeping service wouldn't necessarily do anything beyond just reconcile the books and make sure the book's looking good, good order so that A, you have an income statement um, and then B, at the end of the year, you're good to go for your tax return. So might, might we call that maybe... When the business has enough revenue to pay your minimum living expenses, right? You're not balling, but you can right. pay your minimum and you can start thinking about. Right. Yeah. And, and again, it, it would make sense to do that because as the business owner, A, you didn't get into business to do accounting unless you really got into business to be an accountant. But you got into business to go out and you know provide a service or a product to, that you believe in. A good use of your time is not doing the accounting. A better use of your time is going out and telling, you know, 
creating the the product, letting people know about the product, hustling for business, all that great stuff. A bookkeeper will help make sure that you're organized and set and ready to go. All right. So, so then when you really start to see um, that you, you know, A, revenue is growing, B, again, maybe you've hired, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you've hired some employees um, that, you know, it, you're starting to have more, um, say, you're a product-based company having to order product, having to, you know, get your your cost of goods sold in order, Um then you would maybe want to move into a controller, which is a higher level of bookkeeping. Um, they'll start to work with you, help you with, say, like, uh, start with some kind of, you know, compliance, like sales tax reporting, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, there's where you, you do the controller. But, um, and, and a controller, by the way, will still provide some, some, will provide guidance beyond just here's what the books tell you. They'll start to say, you know, help with like payables, um, help you with pay, you know, help start to do some cash flow management. But, um, you know, they'll provide a higher level of services, the basic gist. So if I, so if, I, if, I if I can translate it, and I'm trying to translate it for, for people that might uh, help, I'll be the translator, but you confirm if I'm translating it properly. Basically, it's when like a bookkeeper will just spit out the numbers for you. And you have to do all the planning, but it's simple. But then when you have a more complex business and you got to do more complex financial planning, that you just like, it's not a good use of your time and it's not your expertise, then you like hire a controller. Kind of like going from like a do-it-yourself investor to working with a wealth manager. Is that? Is that? Yeah, it's basically it. It's like, I don't know what I don't know. I'd much rather have, I'd rather outsource it so that I can focus on the best use of my my talent, which is to go out and hustle for business to help bring out the vision of the product or service I'm trying to provide. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to put it, Allison. So then let's say you do like going back to your idea of bringing on getting outside funding from an invest either investors or lenders for that matter um and you're growing large enough that you need uh like a certified or a chief financial officer or someone who can help you with strategic planning to help think to do some forward looking um <clears throat> type of financials or just to help you think more deeply about the state of your business like not just are you bringing a profit, but where are you profitable in the various lines of business that you're offering? Maybe you've moved into having multiple locations for your business. So let's say um, I provide services now, not just in Texas, but I'm also expanding to provide service in you know Alabama, Ohio, and Michigan. Well, then it becomes a lot more complicated. And I want to, you know, the business owner wants to grow their business by 20%. Well, how can they do that? That's where a CFO would really come in to give you strategic thinking, help you with cash flow management, uh, help with the whole realm of the financial operations of your business. So at that point, that's where I would think you would want to move into something along the lines of a CFO type position. Got it. I think I think of that like a family office, which is mostly mostly like a wealth manager can manage money for like maybe like a hundred families, but a family office is like one family will say, "Hey, chief investment officer, you work for me. We're going to give you a billion dollars, and I'm your only client." Right. Right. Exactly. So I I just, as a business owner, it's really important to think what stage you're in and where's the best use of your time. And, you know, um, 
I would think too, you know, when you start to see that that level of revenue where you feel like you need a CFO, think of the freedom that it gives you as the business owner to have somebody else taking care of the finances for you. You know, you better, you understand, you have an immediate understanding of your business and you can determine if you really can achieve your objectives or what what changes in your operations do you need to make so that you can get to wherever it is your goal is, uh, you have your, your goal uh, to go to. Awesome. Well, let everybody know how they can reach you if they want more information for you to help them along whatever stage of business they're in. Um, so you can reach me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And I would love to talk with anyone about that topic. Thanks, Allison. Appreciate you. Have a great day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.